Hi, welcome to the Real Estate Roundtable, where we discuss all topics real estate. I'm Nick Aarons. Hey, and I'm Steve Crowley. I'm Darren Shepard. And I'm Jimmy Reed, and we're your hosts. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Real Estate Roundtable, where we talk about everything real estate. I'm Jimmy Reed, and I'm the team leader for the Reed team. And I have our operations manager, Gabby Cabell, on the line with us. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. We're going to talk about CRMs. What is a CRM for people that are listening? So a CRM is a customer relationship management tool. Um, It's basically how we keep track of all of our clients' information, um, their correct phone numbers, email addresses, um, and then any of the past communications that we've had with them and notes about uh, what our conversations were with them. Got it. So the expectation is that we're actually going to use it, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, hopefully. So how many times are we on like a, a panel or a mastermind or, you know, people reaching out to us and they're like, Hey, so what's the, what's the best CRM, right? Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the answer? The answer is always the one that you're committed to using. So if it's a yellow (laughs) pad of notepaper, then you're committed to doing that and it's organized, go for it. Go for it. Only to us. Yeah. Yeah. To To a certain extent. (laughs) To a certain extent. You're going to, if you are committed to that process, you're going to outgrow that pretty soon. You're going to have, you're going to have a stack like this big of, you know of uh yellow notepads with post-its that are separating it by alphabetical order and you're like oh okay i need a crm yeah but the the point is being committed to it though right it's kind of like the gym when people say hey what's the best gym oh i like this one i like that one oh this one's great it's got a pool they have a bar they have a snack they got all these different you know all these things but the bottom line is i see people that are more physically fit that don't even belong to a gym why because they have some weights in their garage, they may have a, a bicycle that they ride, they go out and run, they do pushups, they're committed to the process. So right. I, I would just say everybody that's listening, if you're, if you're really interested in, you know, uh, you know, staying in touch, whether you're real estate or mortgage, just really the idea is to stay in front of your clients, right? They want to hear from you. Um, and marketing is not enough. I'm sorry. It's not enough. Sorry, not sorry, but it's, you know, you can retarget them. You can remarket them. You can mail to them. You can have these texting campaigns. You can have all, it's just not enough. You know, they want to hear from you. The other thing is, you know, if you ever scale and try to get help to help you as you get busier, right? How is that we call them production partners or real estate assistant or whatever you want to call them. How is your staff that's helping you work at a high level? How are they even going to know the background on this client? How are they going to know, you know, the difficulty maybe they've had recently or in the past few years or the background on the last time you sold their home or refied their, the current mortgage, if you're a lender, how are they going to know that? You're going to have to explain everything in detail to whoever's supporting you. So that's no bueno. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Um, You want to have everyone that's important to the transaction or the conversation aware of what's going on without causing another 30 minute hour long meeting 
right, right who has right. time for that right right I and mean, they don't and they get frustrated everybody including you and i when we go somewhere if we belong to something it's let's face it we like when they say i remember the first time in, in huntington beach i went to captain jack's right it kind of silly and naive but the reality is i you know super nice they have some of the best crab legs ever if you guys have ever been to captain jack's and you're walking in and you know your name it's you know jimmy and lisa reed you know the whole way back through the restaurant and they're sitting every server turn around and say hello mr and mrs reed oh hello mr and mrs reed i'm like oh my gosh how do they know our names it's just crazy the person the host or the host is sitting you there's someone going in front of them saying mr and mrs reed mr and mrs reed mr and mrs reed and they do it's those details that that matter because like he's going back to what you said um marketing is not enough it's not enough uh, marketing is uh super important but guess who else is doing marketing everyone else out there everyone so else. you got to put that extra touch of right. quality and my point with that was just to really people want it personal they want a, a personal touch yeah. is at, at the end of the day right because you know, you're, you're going to pay a lot of money for crab legs, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, if they start off on the right foot, then you're usually going well. That's what a CRM does, right? Some, some of the best, I'm just, I'm just, I, I looked up kind of what other people have said, you know, for CRMs, but just to break it down in very simple terms, it keeps you in front of your clients, right? And out of those CRMs, it just there's basic reminders of contact this person here's the background on them this is what you sold them you know this is their kids names or this is their you know their significant other's name this is they had a dog the dog died they're looking for this whatever it helps you to be a human that's in front of you can't remember everybody i think what we call it or probably because of me the way i think is that I call it a, you know, there's a information on these clients on each slide that's called a med, I call it a medical chart. Because if you think about a doctor, he or she is running between rooms. I mean, all day long seeing patients. Yeah. So they need, you always hear them when they're coming into your room, they're pulling the chart off the wall. Either it's a clipboard or something in a box. You hear them, what are they doing? they're looking at their CRM, their client relationship management tool. It's called their, you know, medical chart. And that's our way to quickly communicate the like, most important items. Right. And they're able to say, Oh yeah, it's Gabby. Okay. I know Gabby. That's right. And I look, Oh yeah, that's right. That she lives. Okay. And her parents. Okay. okay got it. Pulled it right back into tune. Why? Cause she's, you know, that doctor's already seen 30 patients already that day. It brings it right to light. They know who's working. And guess what? If there's a new staff member or three new staff members in that doctor's office, they now have all the information on that client. And we can now serve Gabby at the highest level and help her with her issues. And I could see, oh yeah, okay, great. She went and got an MRI. So I walk in the room. I'm like, hey, Gabby, how are you? So I can see that you got your MRI. I'm looking at the results right now. They get right down to it with you and they meet you with where you're at. Because your goal and objective is even though you might like this doctor's office, you don't want to hang out here all day. All right, you want to go, you want to get going, right? Yeah. And so in real estate, it's the same thing. They want to know that you have taken the time to invest in software, whatever it, whatever it takes, yellow notepads, right? right. Whatever, whatever it takes to make 
to make sure that they're taken care of. And that's really the highest and best use of a CRM. It's a relationship management tool. But let's pivot with the CRMs that are out today and not being paid for, not endorsed, but we use one called Follow-Up Boss. Okay, Follow-Up Boss is the name of our CRM. Now, with that tool, so many other things can be done other than just dialing out of it, right? What are, just like, what's one other great aspect about a CRM like Follow-Up Boss that helps us stay in touch with our clients, Gabby? I would say um, one of the reasons we even chose it is that it integrates well and that they're constantly growing with the market changes. Mm -hmm. We're always looking to see what's the next best thing to improve their, the quality of their tool. Um, but with, with that, um, I mean, like I said, the API integrations, so, that's all a right. fancy so, word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, I, she remembers cause she's talking died. to me. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking to me like, whoa, wait a minute. People are going to be like, uh, what's API? Everybody yeah. watching is like typing in. What is an API? Sorry, but I always dive too deep into the yeah. details. It's okay. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. You um, need to dumb it down for Jimmy. So here's the thing. What are the basic things that we can do? So I'll give you, I'll, I'll lead you down that road when I'm asking. Sorry, I should have been more clear. We can market right yes. out of, right out of our CRM. We can market to our clients on the things that are nearest and dearest and most important to them right? Right. And we do a lot of um, email marketing with within that and directly through follow-up boss. Um, mm -hmm. They're actually called action plans. Right. And so it just gives our content, um, our educational content to our clients um, without us having to remember or forgetting to like, oh, I forgot to send them that email. I forgot I even had this email to send out to them. Right. Right. So here, here's a question for you. So I can, I can keep in touch with my clients. I can, I can market to my clients specific to what's important to them. Right. Right. Um, but how do I know without deep diving, how do I know, <laughs> how do I know who to stay in touch with? How, how, how do I segment? How do I catalog, if you will, you know, if I've been doing this for a minute or for years, how do I start cataloging people to keep them organized? How do I know who's who if there's a thousand people in there, let alone tens of thousands like there are in our database, right? How do yeah, I know how so to organize it? There's a there's a couple ways. With our system, we we say you're either a hot, warm, or cold buyer. Um, but you can't know that until you've actually talked to the client. Right. Um, and it's based on their own journey when they're ready to buy or sell, you know, depending if that's in the next few weeks, they're going to be a hot buyer or seller and you want to be calling them, um, on a regular basis, uh, so that we use what follow-up boss has, it's called smartless and it pulls basically everyone that's that you've placed in the hot stage in one list. So you can constantly call them based on the timeline that we've set. I think it's like once, once a yeah. week, one, or is that... once, once every eight days, right? Yeah. 
without de without deep diving but yeah so it gives you that frequency so we so what you're saying is that basically to be able to have let's say i have a thousand people in there Mm -hmm. Well, we know the odds of having more than, you know, eight to 10 people in hot are not high. But if I'm talking to people, it's not based on what they want. It's what they're actually capable of doing and what they're doing. Because a lot exactly. of people have a, a desire so to do something. The but, right, second right. thing. So right. in addition to actually communicating and listening to what the client has told you, it's watching um, their activity, which seems a little sneaky. It's really not. If you think about anyone. Um, that has a website out there, they're watching what you do on your website so that they can optimize what is actually bringing quality. Um, like I said, what is being educational and to the consumer. Right. So part otherwise, of that, otherwise we don't know what to do, right. That helps us understand. Yeah. So part of that on our website, we can, um, it's connected to our CRM and we can see, you know, if, the client has looked at this one property 20 times. They're probably interested in going to see it. They right. probably just forgot to call you. Right, right. So going back to who do I call? How do I organize? The basic stages is we have hot, warm, and cold. Hot is anyone that's going to transact or do a loan. If you're a, if you're a lender, same categories. It's I, I want to be able to do a refi. I'm really ready to do it in the next 30 days warm is and it's just how we've figured out the best way to do it warm is someone that wants to transact in the next you know 90 to 180 days and then cold is anyone from you know 180 to 365 days so six to 12 months and then there's nurture that is you know we're not sure it's 12 months or later it may be years who knows but just from a basic sense that's just how you use a crm so that way like Gabby said, their smart list every day I sit down and then I look at their, I, I look at how I have everyone categorized, right? And so I make sure I, from left to right, I just start calling my hot people. Whoever's populated in that list that I need to talk to every eight days, um, my CRM knows, oh, wait, you just talked to them yesterday. You don't need to call them. They won't even show up in the list. You only, you don't have to think about it every day. It just, I sit mm -hmm. down and it reminds me, that's why it's called follow-up boss. We submit to it because right. it it's my boss, right? Um, I put them in charge of me. I'm submitting to it, right? So super important aspect about a CRM member, go back to the very beginning of this podcast. What are you committed to? Mm -hmm. What's the best one? Like Gabby said, the one that you're committed to using, right? So the great thing is I just work through my lists every day. And if I'm calling those people every day and I call, let's say on average 90 minutes a day, you know, best would be, you know, two hours a day, you know, uh, then I'm going to be very busy because I'm going to have a lot to do. I'm going to be staying in front of my clients. Because oftentimes, Gabby, sometimes I'm asked, hey, how do you know when someone's going to go from cold or nurture way out, like nurture all of a sudden? You don't boom. until you call them or you unless know. you see right. what they're doing. So you, you the either got to be part, watching what they're doing or yeah. you got to be talking to them. Right. right. So that, that second piece to it is like, yes, we do have those hot, warm, uh, cold and nurture lists. But in addition to that, we have behavioral lists. So even if you put someone as nurturer, like I'm not going to talk to them until like, I think it's quarterly in right. a year. Mm -hmm. um, 
maybe something has changed in their life and has sped up that process for them. And all of a sudden they're opening every email that we send them about properties. They're clicking on this one property a bunch of times. That person will fall into a different list saying, Hey, just reach out again and find out what they're like, if they're still on the same track or if something has changed. Right. 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 At least you can see the desire Mm -hmm. based on their behaviors is high. So that's going to be a warm conversation versus people that they think are hot, but guess what? The other person in the other seat in their household, maybe not be hot. Right. Quite frankly, might be adversarial, you know, so yeah. the idea that, of moving at, right at that point, then it gives you, well, the conversation will open up more opportunities to, uh, how you can bring value to them, how you can help them actually plan, um, their home ownership journey. Right. But you can't do that unless you know when to call them. True that. True that. <laughs> yeah, I like to throw that at her because, you know, she's like a different generation than I am. <laughs> I know you guys can't tell with the white hair on the beard and everything, but I always tr- try to throw that at her just to throw her off her game a little bit and make, <laughs> make her laugh. She's like, you're such a dork. Okay. Anyway, so so we've covered, hey, what is a CRM? What are the What are some of the best uses? How do we use it? But, you know, and I, I think about, I think about real estate in general, I think about just business in general. Um, we use some analogies when it comes to a gym or whatever it is. But really, if you want to grow your business, um, people have high expectations when they're selling a $300,000 condo, or a, you know, $5 million home in South Orange County. And so yeah. If you don't have their medical chart, if you will, properly taken care of, and you don't remember, you know, their dog named Bob, you know, um, or if you show up with their yellow notepad saying, oh, don't worry, I'm jotting down your information. Right, right, right. It's like, ooh, especially with the technology today, people are thinking it, they don't always say it. And then I always hear agents, you know, at some of the seminars we go to like, oh yeah, they started ghosting me. Well, the first question I always have is why, why did they choose to ghost you? I mean, I might want to ghost you. So tell me what, tell me a little <laughs> bit more. I want to know more about what you did and said, you know, or maybe yeah. what you didn't say, but yeah, if you showed up with your, you know, with your flip phone or your Treo and you're like trying to take notes on a notepad, it's probably not going to impress them very much, even if they're not super techie, right? Yeah. Um, they well, they want to see that you're investing in your business. And the num- number one way you could do that is into your CRM. So you're actually taking care of them, right? Um, they want to know that. They want to know that you're interested in them, that you remember things and that you're organized. Well, our CRM, follow-up boss is a, is a great tool for that. Uh, they, they, I have no, by the way, I just want to say it again. I don't own anything in, in follow a boss or anything like that. We just simply choose the best and not just with our CRM, with our lender partners, with our checklist, our internal checklist. See that, see that that's a different podcast. You need to watch on our checklists, whole different thing going into the care of our clients. When we're actually transacting with them, we got to make sure that nothing is left behind. So you got to be using checklists. Check out our other podcasts on that um, 
you know, do you use a checklist? Why or why not? But back yeah, to the going, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, going back to like you said, there's so many people involved, you know, when you actually get into the transaction process that that clear communication is key. So we actually do have our lender partners and our follow-up boss. Um, we have our transaction manager in our follow-up boss and in our checklist and click up so right that everything's just transparent right um without having additional meetings that no one has time for well that's a good point so you brought up the you, how much time do we have left gabby sorry we've got talk about that yeah uh we've got time we've okay. got like another 10 10 minutes i think okay okay so when it comes this is really really important for all the lenders that might may or may not be listening right now um but we actually have follow-up boss and we won't we won't we won't share our screen uh but we actually have our lender partners in their actually users in our uh crm inside of follow-up boss and why is that important well if you're think about it think about we always think about we try to think about from the client back we we reverse engineer everything from the client experience backwards here's why if you're a buyer, you know, or a seller, how often do you want to have to re-explain your situation or what you want to do to everybody involved? How irritating is that? You ever do that? You're like, I don't care if you're at Home Depot. I don't care if you're at Nordstrom's. I don't care wherever you're at, at a hotel. You're like, oh, they, that's why like at Costco and some of the, you know, really nice, you know, uh, companies out there that have that figured this out, what I'm about to say, you're not allowed to point. The reason why you're not allowed to point is because now you know, it's not because they can't find it. Oh, aisle 23, halfway down on the right. Or Home Depot, sometimes you feel that. Now you got to get over there and now you got to re-explain your, what you're looking for, what you're trying to do all over again. If you're the consumer, you're like ready to pull your hair out. You're so frustrated. And that's the that's the antithesis of what you're trying to achieve with the public. So in a CRM where you can have your lender partner, whoever's helping in the transaction, like Gabby said, our transaction management, you know, Benjamin lives in follow boss. She sees at play by play what's going on, right? On the field, right in front of her. Any support staff, our production partners, they're watching play by play. They can see everything what's going on, the communication with the client, what's happening. Our lender partner, whoever's handling the lending file, they can see everything from beginning to end. So our client already, everybody's up the speed on how to handle our client with the highest care. So that's what I mean. I think that's what Gabby means when yeah. we're talking about, you gotta be using a tool that really elevates the experience for your client and she's like wow go back to captain jacks right you're walking down and before you even sit down they're like oh my gosh how's everybody how's everybody know my name right then you figure it out when you're sitting there watching it you, they, they're subtle about it and so are we but the goal is not to dupe anybody the goal is to give a better experience for everybody. absolutely yeah yeah because otherwise it'll feel like you know, you're being on hold with your insurance company and then they're going to transfer you to someone else. And oh, that right. person doesn't really know. And they're going to transfer you to someone else. Totally. We don't want right. that experience no. for anyone. Right. 
Right. So, so that's a big aspect of how we're actually able to have continuity when our lender partner is able to jump in, ask questions. They can see everything from our text threads to our emails, uh, 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 phone logs. When we have a conversation, we, we make all our communication through our CRM so that way everybody can see it, right? Um, we don't record our calls. I do want to, we want to say that, does it have the ability? Yes. Do we record our calls? No. So anybody listening? Uh, no. Uh, but if anybody is, a, but, but that's where the, the sales partner or whoever's handling the call just makes some log, some, some notes in there for the very reason so that everybody can understand the gist of the conversation. So anyway, yeah. We, and there's also ways that you can like, it's not like the entire team can see everything uh, you, there are restrictions based on, so like Jimmy and his production partner can see his clients and their information, the only things that they need to worry about versus, right. you know, Darren on our team and his team, they only see their clients. Right. So, so in general, on our team, the team leader, operations manager, transaction manager, and then those team members on that handling mm -hmm. that client, the sales partner, like you, like Darren and Kirsten, right? yeah, or Jimmy and Lel and, and Ann can only be able to see it. Otherwise it'd be way too much noise, Yeah, you know? Um, but yeah, it just really helps because if you're think, go back to being a patient, you're getting ready to pre-op you know, you're in there talking to people. If everybody doesn't know what's going on, like if people got to start asking you questions again, what you're here for. And meanwhile, they have like a needle in their hand. You're like, oh my gosh. They're like, okay, you're ready to go under. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait a, minute. wait a minute. You know what you're doing? I'm totally stressed out right now. <laughs> Hopefully everybody talk to, talking to me is completely abreast of the situation. Otherwise, it's just going to elevate my stress. So it is when people are buying and selling multi-million dollar homes or just a $300,000 condo. Sorry, it's just the way yeah. that it is. It's a, That's stressful, a lot of money. Yeah, the stressful thing. So we're trying to reduce as much stress on all sides. So end cap on, you know, what is a CRM? Customer relationship management tool, right? It, stay, it helps us to stay in front of our clients in a relevant way that's relevant to them, right? Um, we have the medical chart on them. So when telephone numbers change, emails change, relationships change, home addresses change, circumstances change, we can be careful, thoughtful, mm -hmm. uh, and be able to handle them with the highest and best care but also have all the information updated, right? Because just like a gym, a CRM is only as good as you actually committing to use it. And I will just tell you that your clients or prospective clients or your real estate partners or affiliates, lenders, et cetera, they'll know whether you're using one or not because you're gonna, be, you're gonna feel very organized or you're going to be, you're going to feel very disheveled and stressed out. Right. So a lot of people ask us, Hey, how in the world do you guys do all that production? You guys were just, you know, awarded, you know, what number in the state? Uh, we're 21 in the state. Yeah. We're number 21 in the state of California, which is the highest volume in the nation, which is essentially in the world. So it's essentially saying, Hey, 
in the number one area, my, our team. Yeah. For the amount of transactions that we do, we do. Right. We're we're smaller, but we're mighty. (laughs) Yeah. We're smaller, but we're mighty. Right. Exact. Great way of saying it. But real trend just came out with a report on that, you know, and uh, so the greatest, you know, America's best. So what that means is the reward is great, super grateful, but being able to lead a team of professionals like Gabby, Benjamin, all of our, all the rest of our team and our affiliates, a lot of people, what my point is what I'm getting, a lot of people say, how are you guys able to do that? If you don't have really good systems, you're never going to be able to do that. And if you start to go in that direction and you don't have these systems, it's you guys, I wouldn't wish that pain upon anybody. It's super, it's super stressful. And, and it just, it just puts more stress on your clients when you are not uber organized and you are not centered. You don't walk into the conversation, super focused. Wouldn't you agree, Gabby? Yeah. Well, and I love organization anyways, like that's why I'm in operations. So yeah, yeah. Gives you those goosebumps. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't I, even imagine yeah. not being organized and right. going in and doing yeah. what these, what our sales partners do. Right. We're going to do another, uh, we have another podcast scheduled in the future on just those differences. It's, it's on the disc assessment, you know, uh, D I S C. If you guys want to Google that, check it out. But there, that's interesting, right? Because, um, the, I also want things organized, right? I also want things yeah. organized. The difference is you will make them organized and I won't make them organized, yeah. right? That, like I like the uh, actual process of organizing. Right. And I like the results. Yeah. Of, <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's the yin and yang of relationships similar to, to marriages. You know, it's like nobody marries exactly them. Otherwise they'd end up killing each other. So it, it, there's these offsetting measures even in organizations, you got the CEO side, and then the COO side. And that's really the what makes a a company beautiful. Or the sales side and the operations side. Exactly saying the same thing, right? CEO handles usually all of the sales side and the, the COO handles all the operational side. Because if you didn't have that yin and yang or that balance, it'd be total chaos. You'd be selling a lot of stuff, but have no profitability. Or you'd have a lot of profit, you would have a lot of really great systems, but no one would be selling anything. You know what I mean? So it's got, it's got to be that beautiful marriage. But that's, this is just one component, you guys, the CRM is really, really critical to your business. It's not just going to keep you in touch with people, but it's going to help you drive your business, stay in front of your business, right? And, and really be able to track and measure more on this later. We're not going to deep dive until a later podcast on for for the team leaders out there on how do you how do you coach and how do you train because there's systems uh for team leaders and operations managers within follow-up boss where you can isolate team members and be able to coach them based on what they're doing or based on what they're not doing more on that exactly so it's it's not just like the client activity it's actually what what the sales partners what our internal activity is too it tracks everything right right well, hey, Gabby, thank you for being so organized as usual and keeping us on track here. We're three. You're welcome. Another, I try. Another, <laughs> yeah, no, you do a great job keeping me uh, in line. So I appreciate that. I'm sure everybody else on the team does too. Uh, but I just want to say thank you for everyone joining us um, on Real Estate Roundtable, where we talk about everything real estate. I'm Jimmy Reed. 
with the Reed team here at Remax Coastal Homes in Orange County, California. And this is Gabby Cabell. You have to say her name just so you know on cable, <laughs> uh, on on Siri when you're like texting her. You got to say it cable. Says cable. cable. Yeah. yeah, my entire life. Text Gabby Miss, Cable. Miss Ca- right. Cable. <laughs> right, right. Just yeah. for you techies. Anyway, <laughs> you just learn how to say that. Whatever. It's like you know. Okay. Anyway, so Gabby Cabell is the proper way, the non-Siri way of saying it, our op- operations manager. We, we're going to have a lot of fun going forward. We've got some other things that we're going to share, especially in this market where it's a little, it can be a little topsy-turvy and people are trying to figure out what to do next. We're going to try to add a lot of value for all the agents and teams out there, uh, things that we've learned over the years. So again, Real Estate Roundtable, everything real estate. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you on a future show. Check in, follow us. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Real Estate Roundtable. If you'd like to connect with any of the sales partners here on the REIT team, our information is below and we'd love to chat with you.